0: Today's episode of Multiple Perspectives is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and thirty-day free trial at audibletrial.com/mp. Over one hundred fifty thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: The opinions expressed on this program may be
0: considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and/or sponsors.
2: Welcome to the fifth episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we explore controversial issues from different points of view. Coming up on today's episode, the United Kingdom stays united, rebellion and education And prostitution: A global comparison. I'm your host, Kay, and joining me is my co-host, international prostitution expert, (laughs) Joe. (laughs) Joe. (laughs) Is that not true? No, no. Uh, Okay, you're gonna deny, deny. You're gonna decline the comment. Before this episode, I'm now a scholar. Yeah, yeah. The the oldest profession of the world. It is. It is. They they keep um, they keep saying that. Yeah, it's a saying. Yeah, oldest profession. Is it really though, or is it one of the oldest professions? It
0: probably is the oldest profession because ever since the beginning of civilization. So
2: you're saying you're saying back then nobody had jobs, and then one day someone said, yeah, hey, hey, "I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have sex for money or whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna have sex for potatoes." Yeah, Does that was the think. first one. Well, there's no, there's no. You can't have evidence on that because well, there's no fossil I guess records it's, it's, is that no, no, prove As farmer is the oldest profession? Okay, all right,
0: yeah, yeah and yeah, the farmer. second, the second one is prostitution. prostitution. Prostitution or
2: escort, or whatever you um, want to call yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be uh, talking about prostitution during today's episode. It's not going to be like the other episodes. It's going to be a little bit different because we're not really going to go into pros and cons. because yeah. that's a little morbid, I guess. But uh, let's hop into the week's headlines of controversial news. The first story comes from CNN and it reads: Study finds politics stink, literally written by Ashley Killo. Now, have you found that uh, people whose political affiliations don't line up with yours stink to you? <laughs> Not exactly stink. but Stink? Like, I, I got to ask them. I don't
0: really ask a lot of people. What you don't go around sniffing people? No, like, I don't know. I guess people from the National Democratic Convention going to a republic, National convention would hate each other's smell.
2: Well, theoretically, a new study says that people from well, for us, I guess it'd be both sides—people who are liberals and conservatives—they both would not be attractively (laughs) scentified
1: for us. (laughs) I don't (laughs) (laughs)
2: understand. Oh man! And that—that's the theory that this study, which um, had one hundred twenty-five participants, they rated the attractiveness of smells from strong liberals and strong conservatives. Well, in theory, we both would not find those smell's attractive, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, they couldn't uh, see the individuals and they didn't know anything about their political views, but they can't predict the ideology just by the smell, but they can estimate that their ideologies are similar to theirs or not.
0: According to the study, smell helps individuals choose mates because the sense can signal possible social and biological behaviors, such as disease, avoidance, disgust sensitivity, cheater detection, and social cohesion
2: so this is basically just like pheromones yeah but yeah pheromones <laughs> it's basically pheromones pheromones yeah their explanation is that greater disgust sensitivity which is uh, intimately interconnected with neural substrates of smell predicts more conservative positions because of uh issues like morality and sexual repro- basically the study doesn't prove anything which <laughs> no study does anyways but it's just one study that, like what do you think it's true do you think it's true I'm thinking um, this is just a hypothesis. Well, oh, it's got to be one of the first studies that study this. Yeah, maybe we should try it out. I don't try know. To out. me, you smell neutral, I guess. Yeah, because we kind of share the same political. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, I don't smell anything bad. I don't smell anything uh, don't particularly know. good, except bacon sometimes. I, I only smell after I smell work. bacon. <laughs> I smell bacon. <laughs> I I don't know, man. Well have you ever encountered an individual where their smell uh gives you negative thoughts, like you want to kill them or something? No. No, never never. No.
0: I I smelled people who who haven't showered for days, you know, on the bus and stuff like that. But
2: how they did this was um the participants took a whiff of a gauze pad that was under people's armpit for twenty four hours. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Like wouldn't it depend on what the guys
0: eat too? And girls Yeah,
2: yeah. But everybody has a natural body scent. Yeah,
0: and the uh, pheromone thing. But it's kind of like asking, so is your political views um, shaped by
2: society, or were you born with them? That's another question for another episode.
0: (laughs) Yesterday, there was a vote in the great land of Scotland. According to the New York Times, Scotland rejects independence from the United Kingdom by Stephen Erlanger and Alan Cowell. Voters in Scotland rejected independence from Britain in a referendum that had threatened to break up the 307-year union between them, according to the projections by the BBC and
2: Sky News early Friday, which was yesterday. Uh, wh- what's the big story here? They're not breaking up with. They're not. They're not breaking up with the United Kingdom. United Kingdom. This for uh, well, let's let's do a domestic example here. It'd be like if California wanted to go off into another country. Yeah. Right. It's so it, who's mad over this? The people who want to separate. Are, what were the numbers? I think it was. Uh, it was pretty close. It was fifty-four to like forty-five or something like that. Yeah, fifty-four point two percent. You can have the point something for against against independence, right? And forty-five point seven, which were in favor. So the majority voted in favor of staying with yeah the UK. What benefits would Scotland have breaking up with the UK? they
0: would have their own laws and would they?
2: Is that yeah. how it works in the UK? I think UK is UK is just the um was it, Ireland? No, England. that's that's Great Britain. Great Britain is Northern Ireland, England and Wales.
0: No, I thought Great Britain is just the island of England and Scotland together.
2: But Great, uh, UK is all together, three. I think UK is more than that actually. I think it's Great Britain that's three countries. I'm not going to lose yeah, yeah, that yeah. It's too much to look up <laughs> okay. right now. We have fact check, fact check.
0: Okay people get confused by that but i I think that you know scotland will have its own natural resources and by separating from the united kingdom they
2: could they could be able to create their own laws and i don't think it's that at all what is it about that no scots just hate people (laughs) that's that's the the negative stereotype that they have scots hate english people they hate irish people and guess who else they hate who other scots (laughs) (laughs) that's just their thing they just want to be off by themselves I don't see why this is a thing. Who cares? From
0: former articles, you gotta double check this, but they agreed—Scotland and England and all the UK agreed to be all part of each other. You know, one one kind of uh, like a big family. Yeah, one big family. Three hundred and seven years ago, and now they just want to N- split.
2: No, Scotland has cold feet. Cold, feet. <laughs> dude. <would> you- <laughs> If you head to the end of the article, it says that President Obama is definitely for the the UK staying together, but he quietly expresses it. He's not a big, big guy in the issue. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like this is a big issue compared to uh, the Ebola in, in West Africa, uh, what's going on with ISIS, stuff like that. Who cares about Scotland wanting to is break up? Well, the, pe- well the, pe- the people
0: give the people what they want, right? Well, well if the people want to split, you should let them, right?
2: Well, this reminds me of when, uh, I think someone drafted a law that says California should be six different states. Oh, yeah. You know, t- t- you, mm-hmm. technically I'm for that, but if it didn't happen, I would not care at all. I wouldn't care at all. Because already, it already seems like six different states. That's why someone <laughs> came up with the idea. California seems like two different states, mostly, northern and southern California. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't see the point in splitting. I don't see the point st- Who who cares? I think it's economic and uh, social. It's like, we don't
1: want it's to be social. part of- It's social, it's uh, social.
0: Yeah, we don't want, want to be part of the- uh, SF. England and all that. But they, they would change their, their money, right? If they split. Because the UK is using pounds. Would would the Scotland have to join- Or would they European use, Union? Euros? Yeah. Or well, they would make up
2: their own, I don't know. Bags of potatoes? Do they have potatoes? I don't know, that's, that's the A potato Ireland. famine in Scotland? Or was that Ireland? That's Ireland, that's Ireland. How many Ireland. potatoes does it take to kill an Irishman? I don't know. Zero. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, let's move along to some school uh, stories where here's here's one that's kind of, it, it kind of pisses me off, kind of pisses yeah. me off. Coming from KRCR News, it reads that student is put in detention for sharing school lunch written by Catherine Harwood. So this story is from uh, Weaverville, California, which I don't know if that's Northern or Southern, but uh, an eighth grade student in elementary school was given a detention slip for sharing his school-prepared lunch on Tuesday. Cal Bradford, who was 13, shared his chicken burrito with a friend who didn't like the cheese sandwich he was given by the cafeteria. So we were talking before the show, cheese sandwiches. Why? Why why did they give those kids cheese sandwiches?
0: Uh, Some lady commented here saying that it's because the family wasn't paying their lunch money.
2: So uh, an elementary school lunch costs $2, I think. Or maybe they raised it. I don't and if know. you're on reduce, it's like thirty cents, forty cents, or something like that. And if you can't pay for the day, they give you a cheese sandwich. Did you experience that?
0: No, for most of my career
2: in the academic, <laughs> a- academic, public, career. academic career,
0: academic career, I was I'd either brought my own lunch or didn't buy lunch at all. I would just wait until I got home
2: to eat. So you you were never given the well? You've had the cheese sandwich. Man, I had it, yeah I yeah the, the cheese sandwich smart. is terrible. I eat anything though, ter- but but it, but but the cheese sandwich is terrible. Just okay. you gotta say yeah, that. Yeah, okay. The cheese isn't even cheese. Yeah, it's like a. It's like some goop <laughs> they got from the bottom of the, the, the stove or something. <laughs> they put it on some bread, and it's just it's. Soggy. Bad. I think it's soggy too. Yeah, it's always soggy. Anything they give at school is soggy. Now Bradford, the thirteen-year-old kid, didn't see a problem with sharing his lunch at all. He said it seemed like he couldn't get a normal lunch, so he just wanted to give the kid his sandwich because he wasn't really that hungry anyway, and it was going to go to the garbage if he didn't eat it. Now, Tom Barnett, the superintendent of the district, said that the schools, what they're worried about is hygiene issues coming into play when they uh, let students share meals. So that's why they ban it. That's that's their uh, justification for giving out this uh Disciplinary action. <laughs> okay, it, it, it's valid. It's a valid reason. But is it moral? Is more is it morally right to give a
0: kid detention for sharing his meal?
2: Right. Yeah. No, it's not. That that's me, no. negatively. That's punishing him actually for for doing good deed. Yeah. Shouldn't they just uh, warn him about it? Hey. Next well, that's time, still uh, punishing him.
0: No, but like that's different than giving him a detention.
2: Well, what they could say is, uh well, they'd have to explain themselves. But you know how this all could be avoided. If the school let go of the two dollars and gave the kid a real meal, <laughs> that's that's how all this could be avoided. Now, um Sandy Bradford, the kid's mother, thinks that her son did the right thing and she thinks it's not up to the school to discipline her son for good manners. She says they can teach him math, history, stuff like that, but when it comes to morals and manners and compassion, he needs to start at home with the parents. That's a good mother, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's a good kid too. Sharing his meal.
2: So if you were the superintendent I, I don't think you had a choice. Yeah, because it's policy. Yeah, you could be fired for not giving a kid detention. Yeah. So, who, who's wrong in this here? I think... See, you, it's hard. I think
0: the people making the rules is wrong. Well, who's making the rules? when we who? went to we went to school, we had a zero tolerance policy. For what? For everything. For everything? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I,
2: I think I saw it on the board and for stuff everything.
0: like that. Yeah, at elementary, if you paid for lunch, you had to get everything on lunch even if you threw it away. Yeah, so, so it's a they waste. they
2: would rather waste food than not follow policy. Mhm. So who who made the rules? Do you think it's the school board? Who who did these rules? Yeah, school board, couple
0: lawyers, some parents, some previous experience of kids getting sick from All serious. this
2: because a kid gave another kid a burrito.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if maybe they should reduce his penalty. You know, not a, not a detention. Well, a
2: detention is nothing, It's not like he got expelled. Yeah, but it's it's unnecessary because he stays after school, right? What what do you think they're going to do slap him on the wrist? Literally? No. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. They would just just give him a warning like, "Hey, but you know, it's nice of
2: you trying to share your meal to this kid." But we have, we were trying to uh, But then again, it's it's policy. Yeah. Now, what what teachers and and instructors and and all these people should do is something called the compliment, critique, compliment. Now, if you were ever a tutor or or some type of teacher, you got to know that that concept right there. Compliment, critique, compliment. You got to say, it was nice of you to share food, but there are hygiene issues and the kid might be allergic, but you have good compassion and you're a good kid. You see that? You (laughs) just put a little critique in the middle of two good things. So the kid just thinking, oh, wow, I'm a good kid. I'm a good kid. I just got to remember about hygiene and allergies and stuff like that. (laughs) You know? Yeah, that's a good, I think that's the right way to do it. Just
0: say something to the kid. You don't have to give him his attention.
2: Let's move along to another school story, which is more relatable to us because we're in college right now. This comes from Washington Post, and it reads that more students are illegally downloading college textbooks for free. Now, I'm going to say it right now. I've downloaded a bunch of college textbooks. I'm not going to pay $300 for a book. If I can find the PDF, you know, th- this semester, actually, I-, I actually bought the books mm-hmm. and then I found the PDFs and yeah. I returned the books. <laughs> yeah. Does that make me a bad person? Does it? I want to I call somebody a criminal like that. Now, this is this is self-explanatory, so we're not going to read um, most of the article. Mm. But what's happening is a lot of kids are, are downloading books, and what they're also doing is uploading the PDF to websites, which you can find by Google. I'm not going to say the names of the websites right now. There's databases where you can look up a book title or an ISBN and find PDFs of the book, full PDFs, mm-hmm. full for free. Because all these kids are doing this illegal thing, if you really want to chalk it down to something like that. And uh, there's been posts on Twitter that say, oh, I, I found a PDF of a $300 book. Is this a crime?
0: By law, it's a crime. It's stealing copyrighted work. But but how much are they selling this copyrighted work for? Well, it's also a crime how much <laughs> Right. <laughs> the price of <laughs> so, how much so, the textbooks so would so cost. Who's wrong? It depends on the perspective of who's watching well, but Those you, who wrote the book and who, who made the right, book.
2: Well, do you books, think I'm a criminal? No, no by, no. by law, I'm a criminal. By law, I should by, be jailed, uh, fined, and charged.
0: Not Maybe just charged or...
2: No, they, they always fine you. They, they, they can jail you up to, I think, like half a year, but that usually doesn't happen because it costs money to jail for, somebody. For downloading a book. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember in around 2004, there was this whole spree of the RIAA... Tracking down kids downloading music and finding them, yeah, because and threatening of like, them Nap- with jail. Is it because of, because of the Napster and LimeWire and all? Yeah, that? they were just really just it was a scare tactic. They weren't really gonna mm-hmm. fine or jail some kid just because he was downloading music. But the thing with this also is, no, who is tracking this? Are the are the is the internet yeah, police looking? I think at- it's the FBI. Oh, okay, all right. So it's like the movies where there's one guy in a room with hundred <laughs> monitors. <laughs> Just uh, seeing who's downloading uh, books illegally. Uh, right?
0: FBI or Secret Service, where you know in the movie, the beginning of the movie, it says, uh, a- "Any of this
2: can't be reproduced." Whatever. Right, right. We, we, you wouldn't yeah. steal a car. You seen those commercials? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't steal a car. So why would you download a movie? Free, free information has always been
0: around. If somebody were trying to get something for cheaper than what it was priced, they're gonna try to get it. And free
2: is always cheaper. Now, uh, the article even states that you should never, ever buy the new edition of a textbook. Have you bought the new edition of a textbook? It is a rip-off. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Every time uh, the semester starts, I actually email the teacher and say, uh, can I use the older version of the book? Usually they say no. They want the new version of the book because it's updated. Right. Updated how they moved some chapters around, they put some new pictures in, right? But but I'm guessing that, I'm guessing, I'm only guessing that uh, professors and uh, publishers have a contract with each other.
2: It's not the professors and the publishers, it's the schools and the publishers. Oh, okay. So, vocative.com actually did an experiment to see how easy it would be to find college textbooks for free. So, what they did was they picked uh, random freshman typical courses, uh, such as culture, ethics, and Economics at Barnard College, Humanities 1217 at University of Wisconsin, and Honors Philosophy 200 at Michigan State University. So they went on one of the websites that were listed online as a free database, and they uh, they just simply searched it, and they found all the books free. Yeah. That's a few hundred dollars that an 18-year-old kid is saving.
0: Yeah, and, and aren't
2: those uh, free books posted by
0: other students, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: so it's, if you, it, the only thing different between this and a drug ring is the product. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like right? that, that it's, uh, it's like the silk road for uh right? for free. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's like Robin Hood for the kids, right? It is. It is. So if if you were a teacher, would you think this is a bad thing? You're not losing any money out of this. If I was a teacher. That's what it's all about, you know, money. <laughs> it's all about the money. If I was a professor, I
0: would say I'm not advocating for downloading free books,
2: I'm not saying you should download I'm, it. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that you should download this three three hundred dollar book. But I'm giving out these handouts with the URL link to where you can download it. <laughs> but th- these are the, no; these are the website that you should not go to. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not advocating anything. I found two two PDFs for free uh, this this semester, and I was contemplating. Going on the email list for all the kids in class and then just (laughs) sending it to all of them, (laughs) but I didn't want to get the professor in trouble because they're online Uh, classes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They could see everything. But I've done it before where I've overheard people talking in class like, "Ah, this book was two hundred bucks." Yeah, and I go, "Hey, write down your email. I'm going to send you something." (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like a underground heroic. You know, people are compassionate with each other because they know they know that how much textbooks. Faith in humanity restored. If we were redditors, if we were redditors. But, you know, this. Th- who does this affect? People pocketing the monies at the publishing offices. Yeah. The CEOs or whatever. It doesn't really affect anybody. Well, people say there's no victimless crime, but there are crimes where the victims are rich people wanting more money. Yeah. Like right here. This isn't going to affect the lowly janitor at the office.
0: No, unless the book is written by some...
2: What Here's the thing. Articles are saying that when they do new editions, the writers don't even get royalties because it's old material. It's not new materials. They've already paid for the chapters, right? Yeah. All they're doing is switching the chapters around and charging 200 more dollars. So who gets to the publisher? Yeah. Oh, that's,
0: okay, that's weird, man. (laughs) Because, all right, I have a brother. Well, I was taking math classes and uh, some of his professors are saying mathematics has not changed for all these years since it started. And then why there new books? Why are there <laughs> new books
2: every, That's all he gets, the
0: professors get pissed, especially math professors, they get really pissed.
2: Yeah, all they're changing is the chapters. Chapters, a little bit of paragraph extract. New pictures. Yeah. yeah. And when they change that, allegedly, I'm not sure how valid these statements are. The writers do not get more money they get the royalties for the first time the first chapters they wrote and then they they change the chapters around new book 200 more dollars each book it's like um well let's do some math here you know 200 dollars a book what times tens of thousands of kids <laughs> that's a lot of money that's a lot of money per semester
0: and how much does it cost to publish a book
2: i mean yeah it costs a lot for the paper the materials and stuff but if like you're that. doing it in bulk you're doing like thousands of books at a time for a discounted price mm mm-hmm. mhm I think those
0: who are downloading PDFs are uh, doing something good for the environment. <laughs> we're, we're not saying steal the books. No, we're not. We're not. I'm not advocating anything. But steal the books. <laughs> steal the books. Not steal the books. Uh, uh, not steal for, the books. For me, see, I'm almost in the end of college and uh, I, I bought all my books. Nah,
2: that's because you're, you're a good human being for and, the last semester of college. And, I, I myself did not buy... Well, I bought two books and they were just... Like a dollar each. That's why I bought them. Do you know what I use those books for now? Uh, paperweights. Yeah. Books. No, to, to flatten my dollar bills. That's, <laughs> That's the same thing. To flatten, my, to flatten the dollar bills I don't have. Right. For, for <laughs> 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 to sum up this week's news, steal books. <laughs> I'm advocating to steal books, steal books. I'm not advocating anything, but I say
0: everything you do has risk. But if you think that it benefits you... Steal the books. Do whatever you wish, but be careful out there.
2: (laughs) When we come back, we're gonna jump into prostitution news. Now, prostitution has a lot of myths around the world. People think it's just some unorganized profession. Like people just walk around the streets saying, Oh, do you want sex for twenty five dollars? That's not how it is at all. Mm -hmm. It's completely or it's almost like the mafia. If you think about it in a certain way. So, when we get back, we're going to jump into um, our informational segment about prostitution around the world and domestically. You're listening to the Multiple Perspectives Podcast. Stay tuned. For all the multiple perspectives listeners, uh, on behalf of Audible, we're, we're handing out free audiobooks, Joe. Free. Yeah, free. free. Yeah. So uh, we'd like to thank Audible for supporting us now. If you go to audiblechild.com slash MP, you can download your free audiobook. So we have suggestions as to what you can download. Now, are you a big fan of uh, Arnie Schwarzenegger? The governor. No, Well, not anymore. <laughs> former former <laughs> governor, yeah. Yeah. What, what would you say is his favorite film? His favorite film? Oh, wait, your, your favorite film of his. <laughs> what do you think is his um, favorite
0: film? Le, no, uh, his favorite film is uh, um, Rocky. <laughs> no, <laughs> no um, I think my favorite film with him is
2: Last Action Hero. That's that's really old, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I remember watching that all the time going Oh well, All those films in the 80s from his are, are basically the same thing, aren't they? When you say so. And then Sylvester Stallone had similar films. Uh So my suggestion this week is a book written by him, which I kind of doubt he didn't write. Maybe he dictated to someone who wrote it. Uh, It's Arnold Schwarzenegger who wrote it, obviously, and it's narrated by Stephen Lang and Schwarzenegger himself. It chronicles his embodiment of the American dream. So when you say that Arnold Schwarzenegger is almost a definition of the American dream, moved over from Austria with 20 bucks in his pants pocket (laughs) He started, he started working out and then, I, I can't remember, I think he did like uh, bodybuilding competitions. Yeah. Like, worked uh, out in Venice Beach mm-hmm. and then became some huge action star and then became governor. Governor, yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a question for you. Do you think he outlined his affair in the autobiography? <laughs> the, the one where he had a kid with Right, me. yeah. Do you think he outlined that part? But, I, but maybe. I, I really,
0: I don't know. I feel like he skipped that part probably. No, I think. Probably he put it in though. Yeah, it's kind of I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Well, my book suggestion is um about money. It's a book by David Graeber called Debt: The First Five Thousand Years. When you think about debt, you think about credit cards and what we have today. But according to this book, debt has been around since the beginning of uh, agriculture, the beginning of civilization. So you know, it's kind of interesting to think about how our ancestors created a system of debt before credit cards and what we have now, loans, and uh, how we pay back a money we owe. Do you have any debt? I uh, I do not have any debt. I avoid <laughs> debt. So I was saying ever since the beginning of time and the beginning of uh, agriculture when civilization came to so, place, So back decided,
1: then,
2: were you in debt of like a bag of potatoes? Yeah, like I guess if you I come buy something... I owe you a bag of potatoes. Yeah, or... Uh, I owe you a cow.
0: I owe you three sheep and... One barrel of
2: corn did they have debt collectors back then?
0: Yeah, yeah. He, 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 the author puts it into his historical perspective and how a society created the idea of debt. It was pretty cool. Run,
1: go!
2: Get to the chopper! Get to the, Get to the <laughs> metaphorically because the chopper is uh, debt freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. That's right. Visit slash yeah. MP for a download of your free audiobook. Get to the chopper. Take
1: a glass. Don't be scared. I'm right here.
2: Even If you were a prostitute, Joe, what would your prostitute name be? <laughs> I don't know. Funky Diamonds? No, no, no. That sounds
0: like a pimp's name.
2: It, well, okay, if you were a pimp, what would your name be? Funky Diamonds? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Maxos. Joe Maxos. Now, it, it, you know, pimps in real life do not look like pimps in the movies. There's no cane. There's no purple suit with a purple hat. Maybe some do. but Maybe some, yeah. But the mo- most of it is is business people, mm-hmm. right? Entrepreneurs. And they're wearing suits maybe, I don't know they look like regular people. They, your neighbor could be a pimp and you would never know. Maybe. 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 But let's talk about prostitution. Uh, first of all, let's start with prostitution laws around the world. This is coming from globalnews.ca, which is a Canadian website, and it's written by the staff of the website. It takes a look around the world, well, some countries around the world, to see how their prostitution laws or like compared to us. Well, we're going to compare it to us. First of all, in the U.S., buying or selling sex services is illegal in the U.S., with the exception of Nevada, where brothels are licensed in some parts of the state. I'm pretty sure Vegas is one of them. Maybe. Not maybe. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I uh, don't I haven't seen a brothel in Vegas. Well, have you... You haven't been to those parts of Vegas, I guess. So,
0: oh, the outskirts of Vegas, yeah,
2: outskirts of the Strip, yeah. yeah. You, you can see the outskirts of the Strip is very rundown because the Strip is where mo- it's it's like uh, you know when your parents come over to your house if you had your own place you're gonna clean up what they're gonna see you know the living room your bedroom maybe so you're sweeping everything under the rug that's what they did in Nevada basically they cleaned up the Strip they left everything else running. because nobody visits outside of the Strip I have an uncle who lives there outside of Strip so Th- does he go to brothels. No, no. <laughs> is he run? A, does he run a brothel? No, he doesn't. In a Vegas, I, I, fact check: brothels are illegal. So, uh, prostitution is kind of legal. You can't walk around the street prostituting yourself, but you can be mm. part of a brothel, like an organized prostitution business. Or business, prostitution yeah. business, yeah. So that that's legal, but you can't procure it. You can't promote it, and also trafficking, recruiting people by force, fraud is illegal. In the UK, it's kind of similar to the Canadian
0: law where prostitution by itself is not legal in the United Kingdom. So you could be an escort or like what do you call a private prostitute and you wouldn't be arrested for it. And it's saying that controlling prostitution for personal gain is illegal. So pimping, human trafficking, and running a brothel is illegal. It's a criminal offense.
2: So it's got to be personal yeah. prostitution. So, you 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 can't run out of your own house. Yeah, you can't run a business like in the United States for a while. You can go on Craigslist and say $25 for an hour or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. In the Netherlands, the Dutch legalized prostitution in the mid 1800s, but it wasn't until the 1980s that sex work was recognized as a legal profession. So, they had uh, brothels and pipping banned before 2000, but the industry now is regulated by law. Prostitutes are registered workers municipalities are responsible for issuing licenses and conducting inspections to ensure quality standard working conditions though it's legal to employ prostitutes over the age of consent all forms of exploitation in the prostitution industry including trafficking and forced prostitution are criminal under the dutch penal code so you can't force it you can't traffic people obviously No, yeah. that's a moral thing you you can't make people do it but if you want to do it you can do yeah you can do it i think most of these countries are like that you can't Force somebody into the yeah, well, yeah. except Thailand, is it? Hey, well, Thailand yeah. has the biggest trafficking industry, I think. A fact check, we'll talk about yeah. that later.
0: In Germany, prostitution is legal and regulated. In Germany, it's like the U.S., where brothels are registered business uh, requiring appropriate liquor and food licensing
2: if they serve alcohol. But a brothel license is necessary, so you don't even need a license to run the brothel. You just need a license to serve Oh, you, you just need the license to serve the, the liquor. Okay.
0: Prostitutes pay income taxes and must charge a value-added
1: tax <laughs> for their <laughs> service. There's the
2: altar motive by the government to, to let prostitution to li- run free. Yeah, because it makes a lot of money. Now, in Mexico, prostitution is decriminalized, but most Mexican states regulate the industry, requiring sex workers to be registered and at least 18 years old. Many towns require their sex workers to obtain regular health checks and carry a health card to prove their good health. Now, that's kind of weird to me. Uh-huh. It's morally correct, I guess, but it's just weird. To have, uh, to have a lanyard
0: saying... That. Yeah,
2: that I'm a healthy prostitute. That's just weird. Uh, it's, it's the way for them to
0: regulate and try to keep, it, keep it a clean industry, I guess.
2: So, it's like they're making the best out of the worst. If you criminalize it, people are going to do it anyways, and then it's going to be bad because there's no regulations. Mm. So, their only choice, or the best choice, is decriminalize it and regulate it.
0: Yeah, the Mexico one—the the pimping and brothel thing—is Ill- illegal too, right? I'm not sure. It doesn't yeah. say. Yeah, it says illegal. Oh, is it okay? Though pimping and brothel ownership is illegal. Like yes. it's it's similar to it's the similar other countries. To the yeah. yeah, the exchange of sex acts for money is legal in Argentina, but the country criminalizes organized efforts like brothels and pimping. So
2: I feel like so some of these countries are different from Nevada. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite almost. They 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 like private prostitutes mm-hmm. doing it yourself. But in Nevada, they don't like private prostitutes. They like the brothels. Brothels are okay.
0: Yeah, because in other countries, it's kind of like they let the entrepreneurs do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Basically, they they ensure and encourage entrepreneurship among prostitutes. Yeah. Now, the largest sex worker organization, the Association of Women Prostitutes in Argentina, Argentine law permits provinces to arrest prostitutes for offensive and scandalous public behavior. So, they can still be prostitutes, but they just can't walk around you know, showing yeah, off, showing off things, or doing it in public. Which I feel, yeah. I feel like Argentina and Mexico have it right. If you really want to decriminalize prostitution, because they, they they try to keep the give the power to
0: the prostitutes to earn their own money, but also protect them through like health checks. And do you think there's
2: like a there's like a PC term for prostitutes? Um, no, is it? Uh, I is guess it pro- car- no, no. I think it's, well, I, well, I think prostitutes use the word prostitute. Yeah, is I, th- well, I think like, hooker is the hooker is the politically, politically incorrect f- term,
0: politically or. The, the hoe. <laughs>
1: the guardian hoe. <laughs> yeah, let's,
2: right? let's move along to uh, nine things that you didn't know about American prostitution. Now, like I said, there's a lot of myths among prostitution, just because of movies, you know, mm-hmm. drug movies and stuff like that. They, they perpetuate these uh, false claims of, of the American prostitution industry. This article is coming from HuffPost, post written by Karina Kolodny. The Urban Institute, a public policy think tank, studied this
0: prostitution in America and they found that sex is the highest business even compared to guns and drugs. More more money than guns and drugs. Together. According to the chart, yeah. yeah okay, all right. Yeah, the number one things you didn't know is that
2: the sex trade is alive and well in America. There, there's a map on the website, which uh, it'll be under the, the show post. The biggest area of prostitution is around Atlanta, moving all the way up to D.C. and down to Miami. I think, that, yeah, that's
0: the most... Um, Money-making areas. I'm not sure
2: why, because that, that's not the biggest tourism area in the US. These are the cities that they studied. They did okay, right. the cities,
0: but Atlanta is one of the biggest money-making businesses in prostitution. So, if you want to become a- Prostitute. You go to Atlanta.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it, let's put some numbers out here. In 2007 alone, the sex trade in Atlanta was worth $290 million. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that, a lot of money. Know, if they took that money and, and put it towards the U.S. debt, we'd knock out a big <laughs> debt. We'd knock out a pretty big debt. Every year we'd be yeah. done. And we'd be prostitutes paid. and Obama should work together. Uh, <laughs> it should some some type of deal, some type <laughs> <Some> of mutual <laughs> deal. <laughs> Number two, the take-home pay for pimps varies widely. Now, what is a pimp exactly? Some people might not know, so explain.
0: The pimp is the pimp. The, the, the general manager of the,
2: the team. Of pimp. prostitutes. You gotta say it like that, though. The pimp. No, the peep. The peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the general, it's almost like the yeah the the regional branch manager. Yeah, or the <laughs> manager of the I don't know the yeah. manager of the team. Well, the take home pay for 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 pimps is completely varied. For example, in Atlanta, it's thirty two. This is weekly, by the way. This is that's not year. Your- <laughs> a lot <of> money. <laughs> e- Even the lowest one, five thousand in Kansas City, five thousand weekly. That, that that's twenty. That's grand more a than month. we make. Yeah, that's that's, that's no. more. I'm, that's more than I'm making a year working a retail job. <laughs> Whoa,
0: yeah, that's why. That's what's crazy about it. And and the third, there's another third thing you didn't know is. The sex trade is not run by uneducated people. I, I stated before,
2: it's not it's not these run-down homeless people running yeah. it. It's these people who have business degrees, who ha- are educated, and mm-hmm. they're doing this because they can't find a job that relates to their business. And guess what? They just did. They just made a business. They just made a business. a lot of money. For example, uh, one former sex worker was quoted saying that, at the time, I didn't have a job. I couldn't find a job. And somebody had made the comment, you've got a million dollars between your legs. I was like, okay. And I just kind of fell into it, you could say. Another reason is people are trying to put food on the table for their family. Yeah, for their kids, yeah. Uh, The fourth
0: thing is the sex economy at its root is a family business. So prostitutes and and pimping, if you have a family member that's a pimp or a prostitute, there's a high chance that you're either going to become a pimp or a prostitute.
2: Right. Now, there's a quote there from, from someone who is in the industry, and I got to read the entire thing. I read through it, and I got to read the entire thing because mm-hmm. I I got to read it verbatim. I'm going to try to imitate the exact tone as when it was recorded, okay? At the age of five or six or seven, I seen it because my auntie was a hoe. <laughs> I've seen men come and go all the time. Didn't know. One night, I saw an axed. She said, the clothes on your back, the apartment." This is how I pay the rent. I had nothing but love for my auntie. And that's what made me fall in love with a working woman. Then my sister and my mama did it. It's been in the family. My uncle and my father were pimps. Okay. Did they really write it like how she said it? <laughs> yeah, this is a quote. It's a direct yeah, quote. So. My auntie was a hoe.
0: I guess this this lady... My auntie uh, was a hoe. I think it was talking in the
2: south. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess. Who knows? Like, the customer base is different, but there are a lot of white men. Now, this is kind of flawed because the majority of the country is white people. So you can't really mm-hmm. compare it like this unless you factor in the the proportions, you know? Because if you just take the, the raw numbers, most of them are gonna be white men. Because mm. of the Most of the population is population white people. Is white. So I, I don't think this is a this should be even being here, but it's kinda interesting to see. And then the next one is interesting too. Number six, that includes cops. There's a quote it says
0: Law enforcement are the biggest ones that buy one former pimp reported The same people locking me up are the ones breaking the law.
2: Next one is uh, that Craigslist is not the popular site to advertise on. It's another website called Backpage, apparently, which is the same thing, but for adult services. And and number eight interested me because it's not a cash-only business. (laughs) 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 Roughly 10% of customers pay with a credit card. How does that work? I don't know they got a yeah. you know that thing the phone app. Oh right, yeah, 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 swipe. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking they had like a like an old school credit card machine. No, and no, they no, would no, have no. to hook it up to a network with a cable. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know the you know how much money they make a week. Pimps make a lot of money. They'd be able to have the new technology too.
2: So you're saying that if you go to a pimp and and get a prostitute, he can go. Okay, you paying in Visa or Mastercard. <laughs> now, he doesn't always talk like that. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Paying Visa, MasterCard, and... uh, uh t- t- we t- don't t- take Discover. <laughs> <laughs> it, what's crazy is, though, what would the receipt say on the, on the guy who swept the card? Prostitution. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Probably it, it would have to be discreet, of course. Now, the last one is that normal businesses are often complicit in the sex economy's operation. There are reports that places like Holiday Inn, they, they don't really know what's going on there. Or maybe they turn a blind eye. Who knows? Supposedly. You know, motels and stuff. But the employees there are actually working with the pimps and the prostitutes because they want to make some extra money on the side. Now, there's a problem in of itself that these people aren't making enough money. Or maybe they're just greedy. Who knows? Yeah. Um, there's some
0: hotels near, near our uh, location that we see every day. When we go around the city and then work and stuff like that, and uh, it's evident that this is going on. Yeah, this it's evident. You can see this going on. People going out the doors, stuff like that. People crossing the street. Maybe what? we're wrong, though. Maybe we're wrong. Yeah, yeah. But in the, I'm guessing that like the hotel owner would make a business partnership with those who are doing the business, so that well, it, can get it, it
2: might be the owner. I, I wouldn't say it's the owner because he, he has a lot of risk on the line. It might be the front mm. desk worker. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that guy, he, he loses this job, gets another job. Mm. You know, let's move along to another article on people.com. This was posted on Facebook a lot just because it's another black story. Is there, a, I'd say, a celebrity story. I would say a black w- story. I would say it's a celebrity story and a black oh, story. Oh, yeah, the race card thing. Yeah, the okay. race card thing is a big thing in America. I'm not saying it's not wrong, but I'm saying it's just a big thing right now because before this, there was the same amount of race stories, just nobody was posting it. Nobody cared.
0: According to People Magazine or People.com, actress Danielle Watts claims. L.A.P.D. mistakenly detained her for prostitution. So the story goes that uh, supposedly Danielle Watts, sh- she's an actor for from Django. Django, the D is silent. Was um, kissing her boyfriend, which was a cook, a white her white chef. boyfriend, chef, chef, chef. I mean, I, no, yeah. no disrespect. I mean, a uh, chef. It's different. There's a yeah. distinction they they make. It was kissing her, kissing her boyfriend, and the uh, the police uh, stopped her and said, you know, you're, to, you're a prostitute.
2: <laughs> basically. <laughs> I don't think they said Yeah, they it, but didn't. They, look, I feel like this story is is a game of telephone. Oh, yeah. Well, here, here. Yeah, what is this, here? this is all hearsay here. She, here.
0: She, she posted on Facebook saying that, hey, the police detained me because they thought I was a prostitute. But did the police really say that? No, she, I don't think. She, it's, exactly. just, it's just, this article is dependent on the, what Watts and her boyfriend
2: Well, look at her, look at her boyfriend, uh, Chef Brian James Lucas. He said, this is written verbatim, okay? I'm, I'm going to read it just like... I could tell that whoever called on us, including the officers, saw a tatted rocker white boy and a hot booty shorted black girl and thought we were a, a hoe, prostitute, and a trick client. This is something that happened to her and her father when she was 16. What an assumption to make. So, that the only reason why the article is written like that was because her, her boyfriend said this. Yeah, it's... There, there's a raw story behind this that yeah. we don't know she could have she look a lot of these stories where police are arresting people or, or or handcuffing them it's not for no reason I'm not saying that that doesn't happen yeah but sometimes it's for a reason because a lot of people like to backtalk officers uh-huh. which isn't enough for a reason but you, you're just taunting a guy who can't arrest you have you read the comments I don't yeah. I don't really want to read the comments there's some comments
0: saying that uh, this this user I said his name is Arthur He's saying there are now pictures showing her riding her boyfriend with the door wide open and his legs hanging out of the car. That's al- You so can't be
2: arrested for that. For,
0: yeah, for, do, doing, public for, indecency. Doing, for doing it in public.
2: Right, but, but the story goes from her perspective is that all she did was kiss her boyfriend in public. Mm-hmm. And there's reports that she's she was she having was, uh, sex with her boyfriend in public. Yeah, in public, yeah. You can't be arrested for that. Do not... That you can, yeah. that's public indecency.
0: Maybe she's embarrassed that she was caught doing it and she's trying to cover her tracks. We're
2: not saying that's the story, we're but saying we don't that know could that. be the story. It could be. It you could. can't trust People Magazine. Come on, man, it's a <laughs> gossip magazine. It's a gossip magazine, yeah. <laughs> They're gonna write whatever's gonna gain viewers or readers, and no one's even reading anymore. They're just looking at headlines and videos. Headlines, yeah. Oh, let's see the headline. All right. I'm gonna suspend judgment on the story, yeah. Me too. Let's move along to our last story on the segment here. It reads now, this one's depressing. Yeah. Top five countries with highest rates of child prostitution. And child prostitution is probably the dark corner of prostitution. Mm-hmm. Sri Lanka is, is probably the biggest child prostitution country. Number of crimes against children in Sri Lanka increased by 64% in 2012. According to uh, the International Labor Organization, there are 40,000 child prostitutes in Sri Lanka, and 6.4% of the country's child population gets pregnant. And Thailand, I guess, is the next biggest one, so it's not the biggest child prostitution uh, industry in the world. It involves 800,000 children under the age of 16 in 2004. Now, these stats are kind of old, so we don't know mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, But this this is going to start going into the negative aspects of prostitution. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about the research, too, it's, it's so
0: underground. It's so... Uh, you can't... You, there's no definite number. Yeah, there's no definite number. While here in America,
2: like, prostitution is kind of like, well, even, even tell, then, you can't you can't, you can't get honest. a definite number because yeah. most of what they're doing is surveying. And yeah. how easy is it to lie in a survey? Yeah, and you can't get every kid. I mean, the, these kids are exposed. Like these are all estimations. You can't take it all definitely. There's a paragraph on the U.S. too, and apparently it's one of the biggest nations in, in the child prostitution industry. It says that uh, the number of juvenile prostitutes within the U.S. range from 1,400 to 2.4 million although most fall between 300,000 and 600,000. 16 children as young as 13 were rescued from the sex trade in law enforcement operation that targeted suspected pimps who brought victims to New Jersey for Super Bowl weekend in February of 2014. The last Super Bowl. Last Super Bowl. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. All these pimps were bringing these uh, underage prostitutes to New Jersey because it's going to be a big weekend. Big weekend. There's going to be a lot of uh, potential customers over there. Clients call them clients. Ca- client
0: <laughs> oh, What's the difference? They're the same thing. Aren't they? <laughs>
1: well,
0: the, the the previous one is Brazil. According to a documentary, Brazil: Children for Sale. Hundreds of children who live in the slums leave their homes in search of tourists who are eager for easy and cheap bodies to earn money and escape poverty. So, poverty is a big role in in child prostitution.
2: Listen to this one: Canada. Inuit babies and children are being sold by their families and are prostituted out by a parent family member or domestic partner so as soon as they're born they sell the kid and the kid grows up as a personal prostitute so imagine the price on that i don't know a few hundred thousand dollars probably i don't know but once again you can't trust all these numbers i don't know where this article got all their facts and uh numbers but still depressing depressing you
0: you gotta commend like unicef and all the organizations trying to Get these numbers too because it is a humanitarian thing
2: when we come back we're gonna I guess go into the negative kind of kind of the negatives this episode's a little uh, different than the other ones when we come back we're gonna talk about how prostitution may be bad and an article from our favorite favorite news source <laughs> Charisma News <laughs> about how just because of all this your child is gonna be the next prostitute just because of this you're listening to Multiple Perspectives Podcast So we've all seen films that detail prostitution stings, kinda like drug stings. Do you know what a sting is exactly? It's when a bee lands on your head.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what a
2: sting is. A sting
0: operation. Right, a sting, sting operation. operation, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a, it's sting, a trick.
2: It's, it's a, tra- t- a trap.
0: It's a trap. <laughs> they they lead you with the uh, what would you call it? Um, it's easier to to catch a fly with was that sugar and water than I don't know. Or, I don't know that uh, saying. Yeah, they're just saying like it's easier to catch a fly with honey than
2: to swat it. Than, swatting than, a fly is like a sport; it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So instead of swatting these flies, they're luring them they with, a, with a bowl of sugar. Yeah, you know. But there's a big argument that is this entrapment? Ah, you know, is this in- okay? So let me, let me state something first. There's a difference between prostitute and escort. I, I did some I did some reading on Reddit. So a prostitute is getting paid for sex, right? But an escort gets paid for their time, you know, like a dinner or spending time with them. And the sex is free. So they can't be arrested for that. Mm-hmm. So when you're hiring these these escorts, you don't say, oh, you know, twenty bucks for, for sex. Yeah. You say twenty bucks for hanging out. You know, I'm is like, it, that's the loophole. I'm
0: gonna get in trouble for this, but uh, does does that mean dating is uh automatically makes both parties escorts? I uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know I don't know You're not really putting know. your money down for for dating No 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 You're not Oh yeah, yeah But I like, don't know what kind of dating you're paying, doing no, but no no But I'm what saying, kind like, of dating paying, are you paying, doing paying, paying for the meal Paying for the y- no. You're not paying the person though It's oh, not like you It's not escorted. like you're paying twenty bucks for the pasta and then you give them the other twenty <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Is that, the type, mi- Is that the type of your dating you're doing No Is that the type of dating you're doing No no Is it No I'm not Okay Let's get back to the point But we're gonna talk about that later too Okay so you know you're paying for their time if a cop arrests them approaches them oh this guy's not paying for the sex he's paying for the time he's paying for the companionship mm-hmm. and the sex is free yeah where's the law broken it, there's, no, there's law no law against broken, right? you know it's like paying for guitar lessons you're paying for their time you might have sex at the end <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's free or whatever <laughs> but that that's the loophole you know that's the messed up thing about this industry because mm-hmm. considering the technicalities these prostitutes, these escorts, aren't breaking a law. So, with the prostitution stings, they have to specify that you're paying me twenty dollars for sex, right? And the guy has to say yes. And there's a the law broken. Yeah, that's when they can arrest. This
0: things them. is like the guy goes up to the undercover right cop and says, "I'll pay you for this like sexual act." Yeah,
2: like you actually have to. You have to say. I'm paying you for sex. Yeah. So I've seen <laughs> South Park. I've seen South Park. There's a whole episode on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, is this entrapment? It's kind of like to catch a predator. Mm-hmm. I think more often than not, these prostitutes might even be approaching people on the street. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, but isn't that what they did with the undercover cop? I think they so, approach, yeah.
2: They approached the, yes. the cars who pulled Yeah, up. so when you're approaching, isn't that entrapment? There, there comes the moral issue there. That's what a sting is. Sting. But then other times, they'll, they'll be stationed in a motel room, and they'll be like cops in the other room, mm-hmm. and the the John—that's what they call people. Now it's like John Doe and Jane Doe, like yeah. unidentified bodies. They they will call the John to the the motel room and then lead him in, and then say twenty dollars for sex, right? And the guy has to say yes, and then that's and then when they the bust in. They like, yeah, it's kind of there. like punked, <laughs> punk. <laughs> hey, there's a camera over there, yeah. there, there. Yeah. yeah, it's basically like to catch a predator too. So, the big argument is, is this entrapment? Would the guy still say yes if it was just a prostitute standing on the street corner not approaching the guy? I
0: don't know. I guess they pulled up, though, with a car. I think it's illegal in, in uh, where is this, Greer, South Carolina?
2: Well, it's illegal in the whole country that you can't stand on the street. And
1: it's solicit, you,
2: can't solicit, for yeah, you, you can't, can't solicit for sex. But a cop can do it fine. <laughs> <cop> no problem. <laughs> yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, a
0: cop can do that anytime. He yeah. won't get caught. Yeah. Those people who are busting, uh, doing this thing, probably did it themselves, you know?
2: So officials, according to the article, are saying that they have to keep conducting these things on the street because more serious crimes often go in hand in hand with prostitution. So they're not exactly preventing prostitution. They're trying to prevent burglaries, larcenies, and robberies, like uh, people robbing prostitutes or prostitutes robbing people. Sometimes it's the opposite way around where the cop is the buyer mm-hmm. and they're trying to arrest prostitutes on the street. Yeah. Is that entrapment? See, I, both think ways, I think that's entrapment. Yeah, because if you're approaching saying twenty dollars for sex, right? You know, the prostitute has to say yes. Because that's
0: that's what she wants to do. That's like But if deep, the prostitute default, says right?
2: no, twenty dollars for my time and sex comes free, you can't what is no, the no, I don't think she,
0: to, she wouldn't say sex comes free. She would say then whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: I yeah. guess you've been in the situation, so you know. No, no, <laughs> I just have a good imagination. <laughs> well, well, the Reddit article states the definition between prostitute and escort is that. So, you can't arrest an escort legally, you know, unless they try to rob you or something. Or they're, they're uh, public indecency. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's the problem here.
0: It's all by definition, man. Everything's def- defined a
2: certain way. So, I believe that these prostitution things are entrapment. But what they're trying to prevent is burglaries and robberies, is what they're saying.
0: I think maybe, I don't know, maybe these cops are just trying to do these things so that they can get more money. Is it all about the money? It is. It is.
2: It is. Look, look at the look at the numbers behind this, man. But, you know, prostitution stings, they're going to happen. They're going to continue to happen. But it's it's a lot different from regular escort services. On the Reddit article, they're, they're stating that you can tell. You can definitely tell the difference between a prostitution sting and an actual escort. Because during the prostitution sting, they'll they'll consistently ask you, the money you're paying me is for sex, right? Not like that, but they have to confirm that you're paying for the sex Mm. entrapment. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. But let's move along to the next article, probably our favorite news source. (laughs) It is from charismanews.com. And what does Charisma News define themselves as? They define
0: themselves as a spiritual perspective this is probably my I, like, favorite perspective
2: to explore <laughs> on, the, on the show yeah, the,
0: like the religious perspective like we have the non-religious secular side and the people who believe the rational the side
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, Sunday school uh,
0: perspective
1: yeah
2: there, there's a whole bunch of different writers the last writer we got on we thought that guy was good is, this is opinion right yeah, yeah this well, is an opinion <laughs> 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 It's well, we thought the last guy who wrote about marijuana was good. Yeah. We thought he was good. But after reading this one, <laughs> I i don't know. All cards are on the table. Yeah. I, uh, we're going to continue to yeah. get some sources here. not nah, this, this article is titled, Parents Beware, Your Child May Be Next. Now, I like how he didn't write, Your Child Is Next. Yeah. That would be even worse. Maybe next. Written by Dabney Headguard. Got to say, is that a woman or a man? Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So, it reads that. If a prostitute shared her story, the preconceived notion may change from an addict choosing the lifestyle to a vulnerable child tricked into the industry. So they're all saying that every single prostitute is a child that was tricked, not an addict or not their own choosing. And it's happening in your backyard. So Florida is the top three
0: states for human trafficking in America, where the average age of the prostitution is twelve years old. Okay, I
2: don't I don't know the stats. Yeah. Is it's, uh, it's, it a, it's
0: a real? According to the Hope for Freedom at Christ by Bonnie Joe Daniels, the project coordinator. Bojangle right? uh, Bojangles Daniels. So
2: it, Bojangles. The, 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 uh, the writer makes us visualize this right. scenario. Average age is 12 years old. So that means that there's prostitutes who are probably six years old because the average age is 12. Do you see hey, what's wrong with that statement? Uh, the know. average age. That means the middle, right? Mm-hmm. And there's prostitutes, you know, twenty, thirty. So that means there's probably even prostitutes that are two years old.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna criticize this this article because it's saying that yeah, here's here's one example: a young boy gets a glimpse of pornography, his heart is stirred and body excited. Over the years, he secretly returns to his habit until one day the addiction leads him to a strip club. because that's what happens, and then automatically, and then eventually, you know, he pays for sex. <laughs>
2: And then what he thinks is the 18-year-old girl is actually
1: 16. You
2: know. <laughs> not prostituting at her own free will. But, yeah. but they do make a point that if you're under the age of consent, you can't consent. Even if yeah, you yeah. do consent, you're not consenting. Mm-hmm. So it's not your own free will. Someone's making her do this, even if she's doing it by herself. So she's working because her pimp beats her and threatens to harm her family if she doesn't. Trafficking where people control and exploit others generates billions of dollars each year. It's considered one of the fastest-growing criminal industries in the world, and it's driven by greed. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's true, it but true it's, that, it's yeah. written like it's written like the Bible. Is it? <laughs> it's written like the Bible. I'm sorry, but but look at this. Uh, Lisa McMillan from Calvary Chapel Fort Lauderdale's outreach ministry says human life has been reduced to a mere commodity. There are two motivating factors. Men feel the side of demand for buying sex traffickers, who are men and women, make large sums of money selling a woman or a child over and over again. So it's, it's, a, it's a self-perpetuating business. You know, mm-hmm. one side supports the other, the other side supports the other. And that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. She says that it's not just touching one demographic. You might have a girl in the middle class home where everything on the outside world would appear to be okay, but you don't know what's going on in her interaction on Facebook, who she's texting, or if she battles with low self-esteem. No, I like her writing. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's no religion mentioned in there at all. And so she says like, uh, well, well, we'll have a boy
0: named Mike. But, well, this is the writer. This, yeah, is, the this writer. is the writer. Yeah. So they're trying to paint a scenario with us, which is very detailed for some reason. Very, very detailed. So let me sum it up. Like there was this boy who meets a 12-year-old girl. They exchange numbers. Let's call her
2: Olivia, first of all. Yeah, they call her Olivia. So, so Mike gets Olivia's number. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike pretends to like Olivia, okay, yeah, by texting her right. and all that. So Olivia thinks gives. that she's in love, and Mike plays his part perfectly. Yeah, buying her gifts, telling her how special she is. After weeks, maybe months, they start having sex. Then one night, he coerces her into having sex with one of his friends just once, if she really loves him.
0: Yeah, and then he says, "You know, we can make a lot of money with this." <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> a 13 year old boy what 12 year old I don't know 13? no no the know. girl
0: is the girl is 12
2: so what's the boy like well he's a boy so he's got to be under 18 yeah okay yeah and and then she's the
0: the boy Mike is like hey, you know if you bring one of your friends you know we can make more money or something yeah. like that so,
2: so at school Olivia befriends another young girl let's call her Jill okay she's 11 years old and Olivia takes Jill out shopping which I don't I, I don't remember 13 year olds taking 11 year olds out shopping ever
0: I don't know. They have to have a chaperone. Yeah.
2: They go shopping, and uh, Olivia takes Jill for ice cream, invites her for sleepovers. After Trust is built, she asks Jill to sleep over at her aunt's house. We'll call her Sue. <laughs> so, so at a different location, an older woman is portraying Aunt Sue. It's not even Aunt it's Sue. It's not even the yeah, real auntie. It, I don't know who it is. She builds trust with Jill by playing the part of the fun aunt. During one visit, Aunt Sue takes them to the salon and pays for haircuts and manicures. That night, Olivia and Jill play dress-up and snap pictures of each other. All the while, Aunt Sue is posting these pictures on her website. Yeah, she's a a woman pimp. I I guess so,
0: yeah. Yeah, saying it's a sick and twisted game. Pimps are smart, sometimes good-looking. Okay.
2: (laughs) Now, (laughs) what, what, what happens next is an innocent trip for ice cream takes them to a strange location. And this is when the threats and the beatings start and Jill is trapped. She becomes lethargic. Her grades drop. She's uninterested in friends, loses weight, starts missing school. And Jill has all the signs of a drug addict. But she's too humiliated to tell anybody. What happened to Mike? I don't know. He's the one doing the beating. I don't know. I don't know what's
0: going on. This is a really weird... It's a weird article. But here's the main point of the article, the very bottom paragraph. If you are a parent and you are concerned about this issue of trafficking... Then now is the time to be proactive. Ask your child questions. Get involved in their life, and find out who they are hanging with and where they are spending their time. I think I think that's a valid point. That's that's all they needed to say. Yeah, yeah, but they they all they needed to say. (laughs) That's 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 a good valid point that they're trying to make.
2: You know. Yeah, but why paint that story? And why is it so detailed? Is it autobiographical? Who knows? (laughs) I don't know.
0: It's a it's a way to attract the reader.
2: The the very main point was in the bottom. It's like I I do like how they chose Aunt Sue and not you know Uncle Sam or something Uncle like that. Sam. <laughs> you know, not not a man, which oh, okay. is a woman to be a bad guy uh, or the bad woman.
0: Yeah, it's um the article is mostly just painting the picture, the scenario. But why is it so specific?
2: I don't know. Why I, is it I, like that? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It's like are they writing it for themselves or personally? Why? I think this article on this website is more valid than the than the weed article. But still, it's it's just, <laughs> there's a bit of religion. But I mean, we're taking it from a religious website, so there's always going to be religion in there. Yeah, it's saying in the very last
0: one, uh, previous, before the last paragraph, it says, if these predators can track down the destitute, then why can't Christians intercept these girls? So as a Christian in their right. ministry, Do your they, part. Want, yeah, they want the people of their congregation and, and, and group to help their own kind. Right. You know, I mean, this, this is a good point that they're trying to make. That's, that's the reason
2: for this. The writer is saying that many runaway children are approached by pimps within 48 hours of after leaving home or foster care. Traffickers stroll, bus stops, malls, airports, parking lots, and schools in search of young recruits. Now, what I think is this can happen. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. This can happen. Uh, It can happen, you know, in italics. It might not happen, but it can happen. This could be your child. It's not going to be. Chances are... But it's like you could die in a car accident, Yeah. but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Well, the stat they're giving is 100,000 to 300,000 children a year become victims of sex trafficking in America. So let's wipe away the Christian um, message here. All parents can do this. All peers can do this. Keep a watchful eye of your young child. Yeah. Don't let them get influenced by by these bad people who in this situation is a pimp or, or some old lady trying to. Beyonce or whatever it is. Abuseful boyfriends, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. That's the take-home message, not the point that religion's going to help you, which she didn't even say, or he didn't even say. I'm not sure if it's a man or a woman. But I do like the scenario. No, I don't like the scenario. You don't like the
0: scenario? (laughs) It's a descriptive scenario, but... It's just kind of.
2: I, I don't mean I don't. Want, I, I like the story. I, I mean I like the writing of the scenario. Yeah, I like this. I like the writing. <laughs> this website got some
0: <laughs> class A writers. CharismaNews.com got some class A writers. Uh, I if, gotta give it to them. Man.
2: If if they took their writing to fiction, I think yeah, they would. Yeah. They would make some money. That makes some money here. <laughs> They're probably making money
0: right now. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> funded by the church. I don't know.
2: <laughs> my god man oh it is a woman dabney headguard uh you can visit her at dabneyland.com and i'm on the website right now i think she has a few books written i like this writer actually i yeah. do yeah, because she doesn't put too much religion into, into she
0: doesn't just give you a scenario and that's it she actually gives you uh resources
2: for helping people out you know so, if you are in, in contact with anyone who seems to be, because it's hard to tell, man. She even makes a statement. It might even look like a typical teenager, mm. but you never know what they're doing on Facebook. You never know who they're texting. And uh, pimps, traffickers, don't always look like they do in the movies. No. Not some guy in a purple suit and purple hat and a cane. Yeah. Could be the boy next door. hmm The 15-year-old boy next door could be a pimp. I'm saying could be, doesn't mean it, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, that, that's the point that Dabney Headguard is trying to make. Perfectly valid. Yeah. Entertainingly written. Very entertainingly very, written. Very, very entertaining. These writers are for real, man. Flamboyant writers at charismanews.com. Uh, let's head to break. And when we come back, there's an article detailing a man's experience with escorting. Now, mm-hmm. this is the other perspective that we're exploring, the male industry. It's not It's not a big industry compared to no. the female industry now, why, why do you think that is no one's looking for sex with a man i guess
0: no i don't know, I think so i don't know maybe maybe it's not well
2: known that's why uh I I, yeah that's a hard one that's a hard one but when we come back from break we're gonna be talking about male escorts and how criminalizing prostitution doesn't really help anybody you're listening to multiple perspectives podcast stay with us If you think you've come in contact with a victim of human trafficking, call the National Human Trafficking Resource Center at 888-373-7888 to get more information or begin the process of helping the victim.
0: article on theguardian.com titled, I'm a former escort. Trust me.
2: Criminalizing prostitution doesn't help. Now this is an article written by Matthew Lawrence, which is a a, a Hollywood name. It's <laughs> like an actor name. Matthew Lawrence. Such so a good name. Two. I think there is an actor named Matthew Lawrence, actually. I think the names with
0: either could be a first name and a last name. Lawrence Matthew. Oh, uh, you, like, you mean like you uh, mean like
2: like Scott Matthew? Names like that? You think those yeah. are good names? Are they? I don't know. No, we're, we're going off topic, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, I like how he does it so casually. You know, He used to be an escort during college to, to once again, it's another college story. People trying to make ends meet in college, mm-hmm. not being able to afford the tuition, books, meals, housing, stuff like that. So he starts off writing that uh, an interesting anniversary in Rhode Island is that on November 3rd, 2009, Governor Darnold Carcieri signed a bill criminalizing indoor prostitution and overturning a 20 year old statute which allowed consenting adults to conduct sexual transactions for money behind closed doors. So before 2009, you could have a private escort, uh, entrepreneurship, freelance prostitute thing going on in your house and police didn't care. Yeah. While some rural counties of Nevada allow brothels. Rhode Island laws were more liberal with escorts working legally in homes, hotel rooms and spas located in cities and towns across the Ocean State. Streetwalking, a public nuisance
0: and a far riskier type of sex work was considered a misdemeanor. Minors already had legal protection thanks to pre-existing laws pertaining to statutory rape, sexual assault and coercion.
2: So you can't you can't walk the street Just like a whole bunch of of other places, you can't just walk around soliciting for sex or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. He writes that anti-prostitution doesn't help anybody. When you criminalize prostitution, you're you're making the the matter worse. You're not promoting a healthy environment for, for prostitutes and all that. And he quotes someone named Bella Robinson, who is an escort affiliated with sex workers, rights group Coyote, who moved to Rhode Island specifically for the legal protection here. She says, I've never been more terrified than when I had that SWAT team bust through my door. Within four hours, I pled guilty. The judge told me that I'd go to jail unless I paid $310 a month for a year. In other words, he was essentially telling me to go out and turn some more tricks to pay the court. He likes the protection from the government when they decriminalize prostitution uh-huh. because they can't be arrested and they're making money in their own matters. Which goes into another argument. Is prostitution a valid profession? Profession? I think I think it is. Well, as libertarians, of course, we're going to think it yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as it affects people, mm. for example, a prostitute walking down the street around kids. Yeah, yeah. Not no, right. No, not for kids. Not right. No. It's got to be something privately, maybe privately carried out. Mm-hmm. like online or whatever it is, credit card transactions or whatever they're doing. Was it, Visa, MasterCard yeah. on an iPhone? <laughs> so some of that reefer. So, so, <laughs> so as soon as prostitution starts affecting other people, for example, if if you're a prostitute, you get clients, I don't know, 10 clients a day and they're just coming over your house, doing the deed, leaving, paying you, not affecting anybody. Maybe your neighbors. Why? I don't know, loud noises. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> does, does, it, does it reduce the property value of a home if you're living next to a prostitute
1: uh but
2: wouldn't it know, go up i don't know well, <laughs> in order to be a prostitute you got to be discreet so yeah, yeah. Your, your next door neighbor shouldn't even Should, know yeah she not know it's just his friends coming over or something so like. she has got like 10 new friends a day or he's got 10 new friends a day yeah pc it's a pc right. <laughs> the main difference now is that prostitutes in rhode island have no protection one case from early 2009 illustrates Why he thinks criminalization is such a bad idea. A young attorney from North Providence was moonlighting as an escort. A young attorney. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big story right there by itself. And one evening, she was attacked at knife point by an unstable client. Knowing that she had the protection of the law, this woman whose name, he's not going to say, called the police and the man was swiftly apprehended. So in that case, before 2009, Mm -hmm. she was saved because she could call the police. Yeah, after 2009, she's to be the one going yeah. to be arrested. Both of them are going to be yeah. arrested. Yeah, But before that, sh- she was just a legal prostitute doing her own business. But still, that story, if that got out and she's an attorney, moonlighting as an escort, mm. that, that's a bad thing already just because of the negative connotations a- behind
0: Attorney it. by day, escort by night. Escort by night.
2: Now, uh, le- let's head back to the story he tells about his own uh, experience as a prostitute.
0: He's saying his own experience as a gay male sex worker runs counter to that misconception that exploitation of women is a common one. He said, I escort briefly after college and several friends, some in graduate school, some with careers, also turned to prostitution for extra cash. Here's the thing. None
2: of them felt exploited. Yeah. They were self-employed freelance workers.
0: Both men and women yeah. doing, doing the deed to to earn some money. He said, working where and when they wanted. This is before the 2009. Yeah, before law. the criminalization. criminalization.
1: Yeah.
2: They didn't feel exploited at all. But that's that's only one side of prostitution. The mm. other side is the coercion and um, trafficking side. And the, the brothel thing. This is not the,
0: any brothel. Like they didn't go and apply for a brothel job. This yeah. is
2: their own self-employment. And at this point, they're, they're not registered or anything. So it's mm. still not like the other countries. But I don't know. In Rhode Island, I guess that's how it was before 2009, which I didn't even know. Yeah. And uh, he, he says that they were advertising online and they charged what they thought was considerable prices. That was their way of, of of managing student loans because he said that in one hour with the client, he made as much money as a whole week at a part-time retail job. He may have felt financially exploited, but for other reasons unrelated to sex work. So he was feeling exploited because he couldn't find a job that paid well. Yeah. Not because of the sex. So what do you think about these men and women Choosing to do this to 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 cover their their student bills or whatever it is.
0: If it's the right choice for
2: them, let them do it. Well, is it fair to the other students who refuse to do it? Oh, like, uh, oh, I'm gonna do it the right way or something like that. Yeah, like, I'm gonna get an actual job. It, whose fault is that? You know, is it the students' fault for not wanting to do something like that? Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> the game. You can be a pimp instead. Yeah, the game. But then that's illegal. Yeah, the, well, yeah, that's the, illegal. the game. The game.
0: Has certain ways to to play, and these people learn to play the game to earn some money.
2: So, if you if you were this guy, you know, well, well, first of all, he, he says that he was uh, a gay male sex worker. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess he was actually gay or is actually gay, but the male industry isn't as big as the women industry. Yeah, like we said, because not I don't know, it's not it's just not a big thing. No one's gonna pay for sex with a man. And I think that some males aren't even gay, and they become gay escorts for the money because they need the money that bad. And there comes into play the moral issues and the the, the trauma behind it. Yeah. So in this case, though, everything worked out fine. He's not traumatized. He doesn't feel exploited, and he he's a writer now, yeah. comfortable enough to share this on a website online, uh-huh. which his family might be reading. So, is there any shame behind uh, being a prostitute or having been a prostitute? No. If if they could if they can handle it, then yeah maybe in liberal families you know there'd be no shame but in traditional families in more conservative families yeah, yeah. no oh aunt jill i used to be a prostitute during college whoa what that deems a uh <laughs> a disownment right there yeah so do you think there are more people like this do you think yeah, there are yeah. people like this around here in california yeah, california yeah. is typically liberal yeah i think so so uh our fellow college students some of them are doing this to, to pay bills probably possibly i mean possibly yeah possibly possibly, it's possible possible,
0: it's possible anything is possible but you know maybe maybe the the way to solve this is to drop all the prices of everything
2: see that ideally you could do that but then realistically you can't no you can't because then you're hurting a lot more people you know yeah So to sum up here, let's talk about our own opinions because we really haven't laid it down. Well, I mean, if you listen to the host show, you can tell what we think. But let's lay it down. Is prostitution or escorting moral in your opinion, Joe? Moral.
0: Moral? I don't think any job is moral or immoral. It's 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 only for survival. So,
2: So you don't think a charity worker is a moral job? A job is a job for me. Okay. All right. So if need be, would you turn to this? industry no i wouldn't do it why not uh, for own personal reasons or are you scared of getting stabbed <laughs> <laughs> which one is it no, no it's uh or I you wouldn't like, make any money at all no, no what you're it, saying no i don't know because i don't think i'd make Damn, any money well, at all I, I invested in this hotel yeah. and i, I get yeah. no customers <laughs> i don't i don't think i'd make any money at all yeah it
0: would be, <laughs> no it's uh i think like if i were to get customers i think sex has a lot of
2: emotional you know <laughs> now that comes into another moral issue you know the people who have to do this to pay bills, they, they could possibly be traumatized by this. Yeah. Because who knows what people are doing to you? Yeah. And yeah. you could be attacked. I mean, yeah. even the person pays
0: for it's you. It's not they like they
2: got references when they come in.
0: Yeah. Or you could be robbed, like. Uh, as
2: the customer, too. Yeah. As the customer, or yeah. the customer robs the, the uh, prostitute. Yeah. Either way, you know, both people, both parties have to be cautious. But mm-hmm. if you think California decriminalized prostitution, as in like private escorts and stuff like that. Do you think there'd be less sex crime? The big argument no. is there'd be less rape, less stuff like it, sexual abuse. No. I don't think so either. No, no, I don't think so. That doesn't factor into yeah. to any of that. Yeah,
0: and the kid trafficking thing is still going to continue, which sucks. It's not going to... Especially in, in
2: Thailand and Sri Lanka. You can't really do anything about that. What are you going to do? The laws mm-hmm. over there are kind of permissive. Yeah, and it's for that one, uh, for the
0: child, the child um, prostitution... I think I believe in the like the the iron fist. In, in, is in that Bruce Lee? Is is it Bruce Lee? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Claw. <Cloud, laughs> yeah, the iron fist man. Let the let the police do their did their job in uh, hunting the people down, exploiting the children.
2: So you think it's the the police's job to hunt down whoever's uh, breaking the laws with with child prostitution? Yeah, or even uh, well, Vince, th- why don't we why don't we attack it from the source? Not solve it, but prevent it from happening. All parents need to keep more watchful eye of their child. It, yeah, but... Well, I don't know. My My personal uh, goal is to prevent it from happening rather than to solve it.
0: Yeah, but right now, in order to, to solve it, you have to take care of what's happening right
2: now. You know what so w- what's the solution? You got to rescue all these workers, give them therapy? See, yeah, that's, that's hard. You it's know? slow, that's yeah. Big, it's, yeah.
0: And there's so many people, you know, exploited by this. And, you know, the population increase and everything. It's tough. It's a tough one to solve. But I think those who are... Catching these uh, pimps who are exploiting children are, are
2: very happy that they caught some people. So domestically, though, let's focus on this issue domestically. If, if you were living next door to a, a private escort, would you care? No, I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care at all? No, I don't give a damn. At what point would it start affecting? Like uh, our uh, high school American government teacher said, my right ends as soon as my fizz reaches and, your face. Yeah, where right? my nose... Something like that, my, where my nose, where your fist ends and my nose begins, or something like that. Right. That's yeah. that's when other people's rights end. Yeah. So at what point is it going to start affecting you as having a prostitute next door or escort or whatever you want to call it? They're making too much noise or whatever. Well, that happens without prostitutes. Yeah. yeah okay. But I don't know. Like, if any other criminal activity. Okay. What? Well, what if you? Right? What if you had children and your your child goes. Daddy, what's what's that lady next door doing? Why does she have so many friends over all the time? Are you gonna lie to your kid? They're having a dance party over. Oh yeah, really? Okay, a so, very adult. So you're gonna dance lie to your party. kid? <laughs> They're doing adult things that you won't understand until, until you're, you're, older. you're older. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's what I would say. Daddy, can I come over there? No, no. <laughs> Why not? You're a bad daddy. I'm gonna go traffic myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, yeah, it's tricky, it's tricky. Um, you see, there's so many layers and so many factors to this. It, this is maybe the biggest issue we've talked about, the biggest moral issue. Yeah. Like, is it, is it right for somebody to sell their own body? But then again, or, it's their own right. You, yeah, it's their own right. But once they start affecting you, for example, the kid thing, mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it? You can't call the cops anymore because it's she's not breaking a law. Where do you invite the next door escort
0: to a barbecue?
2: <laughs> you know? Depends. Is she going to try or is she or he going to try to sell their business at your yeah, barbecue place? Maybe the, the law should be, you could be an escort, but you got to be really discreet about it. What do you think the government should regulate it? Like, should escorts be taxed? Because if it's not a tax business, it's not really fair, is it? I think it should be taxed. Even if the customers are paying in cash. Because 90% uh, of these transactions are in cash. Only 10% is credit card. Maybe because it's in cash, because right now it's mostly illegal. Maybe once they- uh, Well, it's not exactly illegal even in California if you're just saying you're paying for the time. Even right now, your next door neighbor could be going on Craigslist or whatever saying, uh, you know, $20 for half an hour of my time. Mm. Can't arrest her. She's doing nothing illegal. Yeah. Until her client comes over and stabs you or whatever it is. I don't know. It's it's a tough- I don't know. I I choose to suspend judgment on this until further developments. If it were to happen, that's when I will know how I I will react. All right, here's another moral question. What if your kid chooses to do this to, to support themselves during college, he or she? I would I feel
0: like that. I, I didn't do my job as a father to take care of my kids then. Well, if you're That's truly a
2: libertarian, your kid shouldn't be an exception, right? Yeah. They should be able
0: to do whatever. It, it, for me, if they're above the legal limit and I did whatever I needed to do to teach my kids the morals that I believe in or, or my, my teaching, my beliefs on them, then I could only do so much so to change. You, you wouldn't the, be okay with it? I wouldn't be okay with it, but as a you know, as a father and as hey. a person who, you know understands how people are, I would say I would highly try to steer them away from it. But so you would actually intervene, but discreetly. Oh uh, no, I would I would intervene straight up to them in their face. But I wouldn't be like I wouldn't stop loving them or something for for letting That's, them choose that. Okay, kind of. that that
2: wasn't the question. <laughs> okay, <yo. laughs> it's never about love, Joe. Okay. okay, okay. What if it? What if it was uh, your friend's kid? What if it was my kid doing it? Would you intervene? I would let you know. You would let me know? Yeah. And that's when I stab you because you're wrong or something like that. I didn't believe you or something Oh, yeah. Like that, you you're, know? you're lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to ruin my reputation or something. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's hard, hard questions. Yeah. yeah. These are <laughs> hard questions. These are questions that are prompts to to, to like five-page paper essays. These are the questions that congressmen should ask themselves
0: before voting on a bill.
2: Right. There's no right answer. You know, you could have one answer right now. You could wake up the next morning with a different answer because something you dreamt about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Things change. And
2: when it comes to your own family, I don't know. Opinions, listeners, we need opinions here. So (laughs) if you want to research any of the stories we talked about, visit multipleperspectives.org and call in with your opinions at 512 666 4439. That's 512 the devil's numbers 4439. That's how we're saying the phone number now. (laughs) (laughs) Or email contact at multipleperspectives.org. Find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio. And uh, remember your free audiobook. Thanks to Audible for sponsoring us. That's a wrap for this episode of Multiple Perspectives. And we're signing off. But this week, we have a little special at the end. Special thing. Stay tuned for that.
1: So, what if your
0: daughter becomes a hoe? What, what would you do? What will you do? Did you really say hoe? I don't know. Promiscuous. <laughs> Actually, promiscuous. Now, you have an article this week. Yeah, one of my friends texted me this. Uh, this Why did okay.
1: this, 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 <laughs> Why, your friend text uh, you like Because
0: we, we know he doesn't eat out a lot. He, he doesn't spend his money. And he's he's got a good reason. Yeah, he got a good reason. So, this article on myfoxdc.com. Titled Texas Worker Charged with Tampering with Pizza. Not
2: tampering in like, a typical way here. Yeah. It's not is... it's not like he was he made a pizza without crust. That's uh, not what he did.
0: Austin Michael Simmons, eighteen year old, is charged with one count of tampering with a consumer product. Okay. The pizza. So what do you do? He rubbed his private parts on the pizza. Uh,
2: let's, let's illustrate this first, though. So, what happened <laughs> was a customer called in an order to Papa Murphy's on September 2nd. And Papa Murphy's, they don't bake their pizzas, by the way. It's take and bake. So, yeah. so I, Is it take and bake? Yeah, it's bake. Oh, yeah, and yeah, bake. take and bake, yeah. Yeah, so he, he called it in, but the the store was about to close. The The guy was pissed. So what he did was, uh, well, first of all, <laughs> the guy walked in <laughs> yeah. to, to get his order. And what he walked into was the image of... Austin rubbing his testicles on the family-sized pizza that he ordered. And then the customer told the police that he asked Simmons how old he was. And Simmons. <laughs> Simmons says he, said said he was 18. And the customer said, so you're old enough to know better than to put your balls on someone's pizza, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I like how he, he just, the, the way he handled the situation. You know, how old are you, man? 18. So you're old enough to know not to rub your balls on a pizza, right? (laughs) And and, and Simmons apologized to the customer. Sorry. He he told the manager that he did it because the customer called the order in right before closing. Now, we work a job where we close at a certain time, right? Yeah. Someone shows up at Mm 8.59. Do you want to rub your balls on their (laughs) stuff? (laughs) No. No. Do do you have the thought of doing something? No, no. No, I don't mean rubbing your balls on their stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, just telling them, you f- off. No, <laughs> it, it, it in my
1: head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, man, man. Well, <laughs> the National Take and Bake Pizza Chain said that Simmons was immediately fired. They released the following statement
0: On September 2nd, 2014, one of our employees was found in violation of food safety practices. Rubbing balls. <laughs> <laughs> It was immediately terminated. All right. right. It's our policy to maintain stringent food safety practices, to maintain high quality products, and ensure the safety of our customers. We are reviewing this policy with all employees to
2: uphold the high standards of our customers expect. Here's the worst part. The teen told detectives he would have probably given the pizza to the customer if he hadn't been caught. That's crazy, man. Yeah, why would you say something like that, man? Because he's
0: a he's eighteen, but his mind is still young. Yeah, I, you know, what you
2: know I, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Why? Well, it's just funny to think. Why about would that, you man. even say that you would probably have given the pizza? Now, top comment: Kev Lace writes, "Maybe it was a Meat Lovers." <laughs> <laughs> clever, clever. Nadia Harvey writes, "I will be sure to call my order three hours before closing." Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but it, like you said, this is the reason why a lot of people eat at home. But the thing is, here's a scary thought. Chances are you've consumed something that you didn't want to consume eating out. Mm. Maybe not even something like this, maybe by accident, because people are touching their faces all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, hair follicles or whatever, or, mm. or loose hair falls into your pizza, your pasta, whatever. Yeah. You're eating uh, snot. People sneeze in yeah. kitchens all the time. Uh-huh. So, y- chances are you've consumed urine. Uh, urine, feces, spit. maybe even semen, who knows. Yeah, it's crazy though. Uh, Wait, there's other stories do, like do this. Do you want to know though? No, I don't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I
0: want that bastard who did it. Uh, <laughs> to get a
2: you well, yeah, i Well hoping Well, you know, the chances are they didn't even do it on purpose. I want them to eat the pizza. If they get caught, well, what you if they did do it on purpose? Like their hair just fell into it.
0: No, but the guy was rubbing his testicles. No, I mean, on the your, in our
2: case, though, in the typical case. oh, the typical case of the guy fell. Yeah, no, that's normal. Uh, that's normal. Just, yeah, I don't blame anybody for that. It's just food preparation. You gotta. If you're paying ten dollars for a plate of pasta, don't expect like five star restaurant quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this kid, I don't know. I don't know. And that's got to be a misdemeanor, right? Felony, felony yeah. charge. Is he because gonna, it's
0: your? It's a consumer product. Yeah, it's says felony charge. After the police, it? yeah, Georgetown. Holy shit! Because. A consumer product. So? Remember, there's a lot of consumer
2: protection in America. Like, so when he gets a new job and it says, "Are you That's a convicted felony?" You have to write yes, yes, and then it what says why. I rub my balls on a pizza. <laughs> damn. That sucks,
0: and this all kid's his life is ruined, man. Damn, yeah. His, and but all his do, friends, you, all his friends know about this. What
2: now. the other perspective? Do you feel bad for the kid? Yeah, I feel bad for the I, kid. I he can made relate. He I made can, a bad mistake, man. Yeah, it does. You can't judge his character just based on. I mean, if there's past cases of him rubbing balls on stuff. Yeah. Then, yeah, you don't feel bad for the kid. The, the, the kid, he learned in
0: high school how to do math and history, but if, it, if, he wasn't taught how to control if, his own
2: anger. If he was 17 and a half, do you think they charge him as an adult? Uh, Only if he was black. Yeah, only if he was yeah. black. <laughs> That's my, my opinion, man, well, he, it happens all he's the time. Not,
0: right? I don't, he doesn't look white. I don't know. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? His, his last name is Simmons, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh man. That's that's rough, man.
0: That's why I always drink
2: water after. <laughs> that is rough. That's rough, man. I mean it's, it's max it'll be messed up if you gave the pizza. What would it be messed up if the customer was never told about the pizza and everyone was just happy?
0: Like, he, like everybody in the, yeah, in the
2: in the place was in it? Yeah. Well he's happy that he got to rub his balls on the pizza. The customer's happy that he got his pizza. Never knew that there was balls on the pizza. Then would it be a news story? Exactly. Yeah, we just do, be, do how many times that's happening then. Oh man. I don't want to think about it, bro. You know, this isn't the only story like this. There's been other stories that subway putting people putting their penises on 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 uh subway footlongs or whatever it is. Yeah. And like
0: right. uh people putting semen and like ice cream and McDonald's yeah. or something. Yeah. Wh- like
2: where where's the female perspective? Do females are are females so good that they never get caught? You see? I don't know, man. Yeah, you see? I don't know. Cuz theoretically it should be even, right? It should yeah. be half female, half males doing this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because uh, according to a comedian, who was it?
2: Uh, well, I mean, most waitress, most waiters mm-hmm. are female. I think. I think I don't know, I'm that, not that's sure. just the statistics. Females make uh, better waitresses for the restaurant. I'm not saying they make better waitresses. Okay. I'm saying that <laughs> restaurants have a higher chance of they're more likely to hire females for, who, for waiting services.
0: Who's the cook and who's the chef? Usually males. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, in both instances, they have a chance to put something in the food. Uh-huh. So theoretically, it should be half and half. So, are females just better at doing this? Better discreetly doing
1: it?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I think for for uh, guys get a lot of heat.
2: They just have a negative connotation behind them already? Yeah, like uh, it, all guys are slobs or whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, there's there's no question for a female. Yeah, you know? No, even if she came out and said, oh, I spit in that guy's food. You're just joking. You didn't really do yeah, it. He is. I don't know. Yeah, nah, that's the issue. That's the issue, man. I don't know. What would you have to say to this kid if you... does he Is he doing jail time for this? um uh, man. He has a
0: big fine. There's... Uh, saying there's some jail time, man. Some some fine. Somewhere in the middle of the... There's
2: got to be some diversion program, man. Because if... Uh, <laughs> what what are you in here for?
0: I'm here for rubbing my balls on the pizza. Man, that's, <laughs> a, that's a bad thing to say to all the jailmates, man.
2: <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Well, whose fault is it? It's the kid's fault. kid's fault, man. The kid's
0: fault. You had to own up to your actions. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> sucks. God. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: wouldn't want to be this kid. Take this as a lesson to all you under 18. Every don't, action you don't, do. not yeah. Just, man, just don't do it. Just
2: think twice about doing think things. Think twice before you
0: do it. There's just some things that...
2: Well, here it is. It says at the end, if the felony is uh, actually charged, he faces between two and 20 years and a fine that does not exceed $10,000.
1: Dang. So
2: he might not even be... if he If he has money for a lawyer, they could put it down to a misdemeanor. Wow, that's that's a long time. But chances are, you know, an 18-year-old, how's he going to have mo- it, An 18-year-old working at Papa Murphy's, how's he going to have money for an attorney? He's going to use the public defender hmm. who isn't going to know his case before, you know, the day of the trial or whatever it is. And he's going to get the, the minimum uh, felony, two years in jail. You know, maybe he, he might be released within a year on probation. Mm. Dang. Yeah, that's a bad mistake, kid. <laughs> a big mistake.
1: Uh, that's it.
0: Yeah, that's all. Thank you for listening. I am a former escort. Trust me. Criminal. I am a former escort. Trust me. Criminal. I am a former escort. Trust me. Criminal. Criminal. <laughs>